Hello and welcome to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, your host Liam Caswell. Join me as we lean in, get curious and take strategic and meaningful action to build our high performance nursing careers. Hello and welcome back to the High Performance Nursing Podcast. I am thrilled that you're here listening today. Um, We have got an awesome guest with us today. It's Nurse Jackie O'Connor, all the way from New Zealand, which is really far from Australia. It's not really. (laughs) (laughs) It's far from the UK listeners in the US, kind of. Um, But welcome, Jackie. I'm so pleased to have you you. here. Kia ora. Thank you for having me, Liam. It's It's a pleasure. I have been following you on LinkedIn, which all nurses need to be on. So if you're not on there, <laughs> yeah, get on it. We, this is not a sales pitch. We do not get affiliate links. Um, I've been following you on LinkedIn and following your journey and looking at, you know, what you've been doing in, in within your work. And it's awesome. So I'm thrilled to have you here. Yeah. Before we dive in, I'm sure I won't do this as much service as you, <laughs> but I'm going to read a little introduction about who you are, because um, I always think it's nice to hear someone else talk about you yeah. um thanks for writing this uh, so heart <laughs> place with nurse jackie was born after a mixture of self-discovery and thoughts of if only i knew what i knew then what i know now uh, there was so much about ourselves including our menstrual cycles really important things about us as carers that we would never been taught not at school not from our four carers not through um our friends so many people still don't know this information unfortunately Heart Place with Nurse Jackie empowers carers and future carers to understand and celebrate their body, mind, to create unstoppable inner confidence, self-belief, and their own self-worth. No more taboo, no more secrecy. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Me too. It's so empowering. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I want to sign up. Where do I sign up? Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty to sign up on. So, yeah. So, so tell us more about Heart Place. Yeah, okay, so, um, well, I'll start from the beginning, is always a good place, mm. um, so I was, I was born with a wonky heart, um, I was a con- congenital heart condition kid, so a heart kid, um, so hence heart place, mm. um, so my heart was physically mended when I was eight years old through open heart surgery, um, and my first living memory ever is, is waking up in a procedure, um, cardiac catheter when I was four years old so um, wow. so so physically I was well mended um, however as you can kind of conclude there was other trauma that kind of went with that um, however and but it wasn't really addressed you know it was kind mm. of like it was sort of like once once we'll prioritize that physical thing and we didn't really ever talk about our feelings or or our emotions in those times so um so yeah so I just kind of developed behaviors and and um, tools to survive really um and they'll be pretty typical of your listeners so people pleasing perfectionism <laughs> busyness mm. um and and then and, and they sort of served me right through through my life really um when I look back now um, as I've done my healing journey, I sort of can see that they contributed to some behavior that didn't serve me. So, you know, like gossiping and um, and um, um, unpleasantness and not niceness and, you know, so all that sort of um, that sort of behavior that doesn't 
isn't my true authentic self mm. um but that's what plays out when you have those sort of traumas and behaviors um but I just kind of kept cracking on and um it was pretty natural for me to get into nursing and um I went in um unhealed I went in disempowered <laughs> mm. I sort of went in absolutely knowing how to do a blood pressure and how to um fold a fold a um, bed corner um but I certainly had never been introduced to self-care or boundaries never ever even heard of it um and I remember as a new grad you know having senior nurses and I'd be like oh I need to go to the toilet and they're like I haven't been to the toilet for 10 years you know those sort of lines yep. and you're kind of like oh shoot am I never <laughs> going to go to the toilet again <laughs> You know, so it was really embedded really quickly, that guilt culture. Mm. Um, so, you know, even if I was tired or worn out, um, you know, certainly wouldn't have a day off, wouldn't have a day off sick, no way, you know, too much guilt. Um, and of course, I, I burnt out or compassionate fatigued or moral dindried or whatever it was on a regular basis. Um, so I would have the taps on the shoulder and then I'd have the four by four in the back of the head. Mm. Um, and then um, it was only really five years ago that I actually had the Mack truck in the face. Um, and it was really, it was definitely the universe talking to me because I had, I had a benign, just a routine surgery under general anaesthetic. So my first general anaesthetic since my open heart surgery on the anniversary of my open heart surgery wow. at the same hospital. Oh my god! <laughs> Just thirty-four years difference. Oh. Um. So, um. And I woke from that surgery without any control, without any people pleasing, without it. Like I lost all my tools. Mm. Absolutely lost all my tools. And I fought. I fought for them. Like I pushed and pushed and pushed. Um. And my mental fitness just declined. So I um was showing up with. Um, anorexia, agoraphobia, claustrophobia, panic attacks, um, anxiety. So I was really, my mental fitness was super low. Um, mm -hmm. And I fought and kept fighting and I was a nurse manager and, um, you know, I needed to be at work and I was in, had this important job and people relied on me and I had lots of caring and giving to do. Um, and then eventually my body just was like, no, you can't keep doing that. So I eventually surrendered. <laughs> it was several months. <laughs> um, I was a smaller version of myself and in many in so many ways. Um, and yeah, through that, um, through through surrendering, I you know wasn't being busy and I didn't have all those other tools. Um, I got quite still and silent. Um, so I didn't choose to do that, that my body chose to do mm -hmm. that um, and through being still and silent I heard the little whispers um, so my intuition totally kicked in and my intuition led me to people and places where I did all my healing um, and you, you kind of name it I did it um, mm -hmm. I just got super curious and um, and then I was like why don't we all know this <laughs> like why is this such a secret mm. um and that's where I started creating space um so so um you know I didn't really know what that looked like at the time so this is sort of four and a half years ago and I just I 
created Heart Place with Nurse Jackie and mm. I did some workshops and I had a couple of coaching clients and um, it just kind of morphed. Um, and then I got really like super passionate about young people finding this out. Mm. So before us who had kind of lived and then it was a real practice for us to change our ways. Um, and so I created a space called Be Beautiful and that was for young women. Um, and I guess in a way I was really doing that to heal my inner child. It was kind of what I would have wanted as a young person um, and didn't have. And, and then as I've kind of journeyed on, I realized now I talk to more and more women, there were lots of us that were struggling. So not just me with my heart journey and trauma, actually those who didn't have as much of a trauma were struggling to journey through that time as well. So um, so beautiful was beautiful. Um, and that was, I would in, invite yoga teachers and we would do mindfulness and lots of creativity, um, breath work, um, manifesting. Um, what else would we do? Yeah, just lots of mind tools. I would, I would teach them things around energy and around their chemicals. So their um, endorphins and um, oxytocin and easy ways to kind of mm to heal yourself using those um using those tools um and then uh, and still i was still side hustling as a nurse so this was all side hustling i'm also a mum to two young women um and a wife um and a friend and a daughter and <laughs> all those other societal things um and and i love connecting i i live in a suburb which i call my village um, I'm a real villager. I love connecting with people and um, ensuring that my neighbours well. And um, so that's really important to me, to my well-being that I connect. Um, but I also see that ripple effects off off to others. Um, so yes, pretty cruising along and sort of thinking, oh, I wonder where this is going to lead. This is cool. And you know, um, having young daughters and then watching their mum kind of you know step into the arena mm, and you mm. know speak up and um particularly as a woman we've been encouraged to be quiet and small and pretty um so yeah I was I was well and truly in the arena <laughs> <laughs> um and I had lots of flowers being thrown at me but I also had lots of kind of like what are you doing so mm. um and I had lots of brick walls that I that I had to hit um so that, but that, that was all cool. I was, I was really enjoying it, meeting some cool people and making it, making some difference. So that was all working for my, me and my values. Mm. Um, and then of course we got COVID. Um, that's kind of like the line these days. <laughs> yep. um, and at the time I was working at a girls high school um, and I'd been there six weeks, the first nurse. It was actually my high school, my, my school I went to. So I felt really aligned to be mm. there and I was the first nurse and I set up the wellness room, not the sick bay, the wellness room. Um, and I inherited two shitty beds and an expired EPPN and, a, and an expired ventilator. And so I really, you know, I, I turned it around really quick. Yeah. And one of my strengths is, is setting up and getting things up and running. Um, and so I was kind of like I was listening to podcasts and I'd actually went and started moonlighting at the COVID health line because I really did want to get abreast of what was happening. 
and we were in a wellness room it was actually an old house so it wasn't a purpose-built clinic um mm. so I was working with a physio and, and a counsellor and so I had my alarm set and we were spraying and wiping I was using all <laughs> um all natural detox products um and um I would say to the girls right change your sheets time and so we kind of had a really cool system um thinking we were we were we were pretty okay um but I couldn't, I absolutely couldn't access any PPE for us. We had no mm. PPE. And so the week before, um, I actually contacted our local MP and I said, look, we've got no PPE. You're saying we can't have a wedding with 100 people at it. But here we are with a school with 1,000 people at it. I've got yeah. no PPE. And um, so it was kind of like I was starting to get a little bit scratchy and edgy and, and obviously my intuition was kicking in and I was just about to start sort of thinking about going to the media because I thought how am I meant to even be safe in myself and have everyone else safe anyway I didn't need to because two days later um we actually were the first community case at the school was the first community case of COVID mm. in New Zealand mm. um and by then um once that kind of came out um, because my in that whole 10 days before everyone that had come through the wellness room was just um, headache and sore throat so all my records are headache, sore throat, go home headache, sore throat, go home headache, sore mm. throat, go home and I just thought shivers or frick <laughs> <laughs> um, what have I just put myself in front of mm. and um we obviously shut down, we locked down big time, um, the whole country. So we, so yeah, so it was, it was pretty horrific, pretty frightening. Like I was literally rocking in the corner thinking I'd killed my, my parents who were over 70. Um, however, I also, I had, I've got amazing people in my life and they're like, double up your meditation. <laughs> so I was doubling up my yep. um, Oprah and, and um, Deepak meditation and, oh, wow. um and the whispers came back and they were like, hey, hang on a minute, twist this, put a spit on this. You've actually you've actually locked down the country, but you've also actually stopped the spread mm. of this. And I shared that with the community and they they were all like, yeah, we did. <laughs> and we were, because we were getting death threats. And, you know, it was early days. So wow. we were getting death threats. We were, there was no kind of, there was no wraparound support. There was no you know, I heard from no one, um, you know, as the clinician of, mm. of the community, that was, mm. that was, I took that responsibility on massively. So we didn't, we just didn't hear from anyone because the whole country locked down. So there was no one <laughs> to yeah. hear from. Um, and so then, yeah, and then, you know, locked down and then he back, he did, headed back and that was another journey of kind of trying to find PPE. We had to, I had to go to the government again and get pretty, pretty ballsy to get the PPE so that then got that and then back to school and kind of it was sort of just it was business as, as usual mm. um and we we had we've had the odd little bits of lockdown like like you have um in between um and because I always had this end goal because I was always I had my um you know my soul driven passion business on the background I always saw that role as my side hustle um, and and I could see 
that not addressing the trauma was not going to be a good idea um mm -hmm. and i and i was encouraging it although essentially i was employed as a you know plaster and panadol person um however that's not how i practiced i mm -hmm. i'm i practice really holistically and mm -hmm. almost you know as a healer really like i um and that's my that's kind of my type of nursing is 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 creating space and and creating you know that opportunity to listen and hear mm. someone else yeah mm. um and so I did that with everyone that came through the wellness room so I was using a shit ton of energy you know <laughs> mm. um however I just kept saying you know I have got the same you know I've got the same goal it's all good I'll make it I'll get there um and and then this year, it just exacerbated, you know, like it's, I'm sure it's everywhere, you know, everyone's languishing, everyone's in life limbo, everyone's in life fatigue, everyone's like, what's next, what's happening, when are we ever going to leave this island, like, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's in our ears, it's in our face all the time, so um, it makes kind of sense that our young people feeding off our energy <laughs> so their their mental fitness their whole health well-being is 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 declining mm. so as the sole clinician sole nurse at a, at a large high school it just it just exacerbated and there was no boundary up to it because the door just rotated you know, um, mm. so a lot of counsellors, they, they have appointments and um, they can kind of sort of sift through what's going to come through the door. Whereas when you're the nurse, you know, it's just. Mm. And um, and also, um, I'm not sure about you guys, but we 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 don't get supervision. No, no, we don't either. So no, I'm, can you believe no. that? Oh, no. yep. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I just I mean that lands for me as like number one like mm. seriously like mm. do you not like I feel super undervalued um because I know um you know I was earning I was employed as a support worker I wasn't even employed as a professional yeah um and and then just not not believing that you know as a whole profession that we have supervision op options to us it just blows mm. my mind mm. for what we see yeah it's one of the, hey. the fundamental flaws i think in nursing isn't it yeah. that we we you know we like you talk about we we care for people they're they're most vulnerable um, yeah. And we go through some of the most traumatic things that people can't even begin to understand yeah. um, that have never gone through it, you know, lay people on the street. And uh, yeah, we just pick up our bag and get on with it yeah. seemingly and we're fine. Yeah. And I love, I, I want to pick up on, you know, what you're talking there about that being unhealed. Mm. I find that fascinating. And as you're saying that there, I'm thinking of my own journey and I'm thinking mm. of the things that I've been working on mm. and, um, and what, you know, my previous, during my childhood and my traumas mm. and experiences and mm. um, things bring up for me. 
Because when I came into nursing, it was the same. I knew how to do all of the tasks and I was great at being busy. Um, Mm. But not until uh, I was maybe four or five years ago where I actually had that moment like yourself where I just went, Mm. hold on. Like, what's happening here? Why am I behaving like this? I'm so out of alignment. I don't, I don't know what my values are. I don't Mm. know what my strengths are. I have no ability to advocate for myself because I feel like I've got such low self-worth I went through all like you know yourself and uh, I think it's so valuable that we're talking about it because there are so many people that are going through that in healthcare Mm. right now Mm -hmm. especially nurses because you're right Mm -hmm. we had a a social worker on, on the podcast and she has supervision every week or every fortnight and it just pays dividends um from personal general personal development culture mm. workforce mm. engagement I mean it's a no-brainer I know but when you look over it it's just really sad isn't it well we've and now that I'm so reflective of it I'm like I've enabled that I've enabled it and you have a choice <laughs> yeah and then and then I then eventually got to the point where my personal and professional safety was really at risk because I didn't mm. I couldn't boundary it and I wasn't well supported um and I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at all I'm just saying mm. that that's how it's set up um because that's the norm yeah. not saying my particular location was like that that's actually we've normalized that and so um so I actually walked out I actually walked yeah. out of there and um and I did that because I had to save a life and that was my own yeah. Um, and I'm actually as as tough as that was because there's 750 students there who who say you know you're the new Jackie you're the best thing that's here. Mm. Um, and but I had to show them when you're not safe and you're not supported that it's okay to walk away. Mm. And it was a massive call for me. But I'm super proud of myself. Super yeah. proud of myself. Mm. Um, and I yeah. I won't say never, but I'd be surprised if I put myself in that position again where my value is not met. Mm. Um, Because I now know, and what I mean by that is um, if I'm valued for my worth, then I can do even more caring and more healing and more giving um, because then I can look after myself so I can top myself up so then I can show up again as the best version of myself mm. and I've got all those tools I know how to do those um, what's super exciting that's happened just in the last couple of weeks is I got um, you know just pretty much using using the introduction that I shared with you I just got um, a, um amazing amount of funding and I've just been um, accepted to do um, Lissa Rankin she's a medical doctor in the states her whole health medical institute course so it's healing healers so it's for healthcare professionals um, which I'm so excited about because um, I read every word she wrote <laughs> for the last 15 months she's been incredibly supportive through COVID um, she's she's similar journey to us <laughs> she had a mat trap moment and she got curious 
and she's created this space and um and I'm going to be part of it so I'm really excited and she's like she's friends with Bruce Lipton, Brené Brown, Oprah oh, Winfrey wow. so it's going to be oh my goodness it's going to be steroidal <laughs> <laughs> so you, th- you think what I've got so far is good you wait <laughs> that's so exciting so yeah. exciting and you know it's it's so refreshing because I think sometimes you don't really realize all the people out there that are doing this great work. Um, mm. You know, one, if you're not aware of what's going on with yourself internally, you don't yeah. know what's going on, like who's out there to help. Um, and it's so empowering, I think, for nurses to hear that there are nurses that are doing this. Um, for me, I get stuck in this and, you know, I'd love to know your thoughts about this. I get stuck in this idea of, you um, the job is challenging. The job is complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot from us. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, like you say, and I've never thought of this until today. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Is mm-hmm. we come into it unhealed, mm-hmm. so we already have this level of shit mm-hmm. that we've got to deal with that we're not dealing with. Yeah. Um, and then we just add layers on top of that. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. mentioning, you know, people come into the profession at different stages in life with different uh, life experiences. I find it really uh, reassuring that there are people like you doing this. But for me, I go to this point where I go, well, can we get to a point where we are, and you're evidence of this, so you can have answered my question, but can we get to a point where we are healed um, that we can go back into the profession mm-hmm. and do the job that we all love yeah. despite all of the ongoing challenges that the workforce presents, mm-hmm. such as mm-hmm. culture, bullying, yeah. A hundred percent. I hundred percent think we can. There's. It'll look quite different. Mm. Um, first of all, they'll. You know, we'll have to go through some discomfort just to to look at those areas. Um, but like you say, I'm proof. You know, I just went through some discomfort, and then I've come out, and this, and the gold nuggets and the silver linings are, are presenting themselves. So, mm. you know, through and you see all those memes. You know, you step step through the discomfort, and you and you get, get through, and, and you see, you know, the glory on the other side. So, definitely, there's that. I mean, you have to be prepared to feel mm. uncomfortable. We're not. We've generally not been grown up to feel uncomfortable. We've sort of been sugar coated or told to go away until you, you know, you're happy. So, mm. um, and then we've got all those limiting beliefs that are embedded into our subconscious. So, we only live five percent of our, you know, within our five percent of our consciousness so Mm. we really need to see what those limiting beliefs are Um, Mm. so a couple of mine was um seeking validation so I could be brave but then I'd be seeking valid what do you think like this and as I journeyed through I discovered that was you know as a four-year-old my parents had to validate me that I was in the right place I was in hospital we needed to do this trip you know this this um procedure and you're going to be okay we're going to look after you so it was really embedded in me was seeking validation Um, and same with busyness if I stayed busy I didn't have to go to those discomfort you know to the discomfort so so I've had to sit with discomfort I don't know about you have you had your moments of sitting with yeah definitely over the last five years I've I've sat with discomfort and you know discover people like Brene Brown that's like choose courage over comfort and all of that stuff and you go Thanks, Brene. But in yeah. practice, how does that work? But you're right. It is amazing to sit there and to stop for the first time and to listen mm-hmm. um, to yourself. And yeah. I'm really curious about how in tune you are with yourself. I yeah. find that you know phenomenal, um, and I applaud you for it because you know it's hard work. Like it, it's yeah. like you say, yeah. it's hard work getting to that point. Yeah. And I think for me, my experience has been that a lot of the people that I work with 
or haven't gone to that place whatsoever. And mm-hmm. the ben- it's frustrating almost because I look at it and I go, imagine if we had a workforce where everybody knew their strengths and values. Oh my gosh, whatever. that's my word. That's my word. I'm yeah. either satisfied or frustrated. Like, <laughs> um, I'd love to know, you. have you done human design? I haven't done human design. Yeah, I'm going to send you the link that. because yeah. I, bet you, I bet you the same as me. I bet you're generator if you're saying the word frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, human done, design's I, gold. Yeah. 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 I did um, disc profiling and, you know, all of yeah. that stuff. Enneagrams and, and lovely yeah, vision. Doing all of that. You know, even yeah. though there's lots of stuff and you do lots of it for free online yeah. if you're listening. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but I paid a couple of people to do a different, different things. And it was fascinating to see who I was as a nurse manager. Mm-hmm. and who I am naturally and how mm-hmm. far away I was like my energy um, my energy as a nurse manager I was dealing with policies rosters numbers yeah. budget I mean, your, boring your boring moral compass was out yeah I was completely out of sync yeah. and it's so funny because like yourself people say to you but Liam this place has never been as good and I go well that's because I try to do the best that I can and I try and be holistic yeah. and, and bring everything yeah. to it but you just go this part of you that just goes but this isn't sustainable and it's not good for me in the long term mm-hmm. um and although that's terrifying because that was kind of my dream was to become a nurse unit yeah, manager now i'm like oh i'm unemployed and i know right yeah. <laughs> but, but, it's um, scary, but, but it's i mean i mean all those all those emotions and all those feelings all that discomfort there are messages you know like mm-hmm. pain is our message that we quickly take a Panadol to, to, to squash it down. But it's a message. And that when I was working in the wellness room, the students would come in with a headache and I'd be like, okay, I want you to sit with a glass of water and just see what message comes to why you've got a headache. Mm. And often that's the fact that they haven't had a glass of bloody water. You know, like So rather than give them a pharmaceutical, which is going to travel all the way through their body and through their mm. liver and do all, you know, if you read the back of that, you'd be like, no way. So, um, we're just not used. We're just not used to. We're just not being programmed to sit and and see what those messages are. And the two times that I that I did did my mat track moments, like I look back now, you know, one time I was in an office that looked down to, through a dirty window to a car park. The other one was um, I the windows outside were, were frosted. And so now I work, I call my office the sunny parlour. It's north facing, there's sun coming in, I have pot plants everywhere. You know, I, I make sure my, my space, my energy is, is there to, to support me. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in those, in those spaces and, and, and also the energy of the people, you know, like I now choose who my people are. I choose who are very discerning about who I work with, about mm-hmm. who I coach. Um, who I who I interact with because you know I'm I'm so in tune with other people's energy that's mm. that's um, often when you're a healer or a giver or a carer you know you are highly empathic and highly sensitive and in other people's in you can get mixed up on 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 other people's energy so I'm very very discerning and mm. very I prioritize my well-being because I I wouldn't be me if I couldn't care and give so for me to care and give, I have to do, I have to receive. Mm. Um, so, so going back to your question about can mm. we go, can we go back? Yes, yes, we can. So there's some inner work that definitely needs to be done. And when you find someone, you know, like ourselves, or there's, there's a few others, not many, just me and you, Liam, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you vibe with them, 
you know, when people work with me, I've got their back. I've totally mm. got their back and they get all of me, you know. And so in between sessions, they can contact me and go, oh, this thought's come up, you know, like whatever. And equally, I have a coach who's got mm. my back, you know, mm. and I have I now have a supervisor and a coach and I have a crew of people that I, that you know, I will only use them as my guiding northern star light. Um, so I've put lots of things in place to make sure that, I show up as the best version of myself, including boundaries. You know, if I woke up and I was like, oh man, I've had a curveball, something's happened in life. I can say, hey, everybody, I'm actually, I'm not at my best today. So let's let's rearrange this for, for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, or equally, you know, hey, Liam, I just got something to um, offload. Have you got the space, for, yeah. you know, the time, the space, the energy for me right now? So again, I'm putting, you know, I'm putting my boundaries and onto you and you you back to me so mm. that you can say, actually, you know why I don't, or yeah, I do, or could you choose someone else? So yeah, it's it's fascinating that the coaching um kind of phenomenon, it needs to come to healthcare. It needs to be integrated. It is just the critical, critical gap. And I was lucky enough to to have a coach. Um, it was more of a leadership coach, but it introduced me to coaching as a nurse mm. manager. And, you know, take, you, you've done nurse manager jobs, taking on those jobs, they are mammoth and they are pretty nasty yeah. um, in all sense of the word. You know, so there's so much happening and you're so responsible for so many people's, you know, well-being, their yeah. careers, their pay, like it's full yeah. on and there's no guidance Mm-mm. like we just promote people into these jobs you know and the thing is is that as leaders you know well you've read Brene Brown we need to lead you know we need to you know we need to fall over you know mm. need to be seen to be falling over need to be seen that you're accessing talk therapy need to be seen that you're accessing a coach mm. so that then you know the, so you're you're leading yeah. you know you're not you're not you're not telling them what to do you're actually going hey mm. you know what I actually have some supervision and I pay for it out of my own pocket, you know, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so keep going back to your question about can we go mm. back? Yes, we can. We need to change the limiting beliefs we've got. So, you know, why are we working full time? Yeah. Why are we working yes. full time? <laughs> yes. Like why? Like why aren't we tag why aren't we tagging out from the front line? You know? Why aren't we like tag out? I'm done, you know, I'm empty. I'm gonna mm. tag out here. And the reason we're not is because we're not valued financially. Um, so if we're valued financially, we could go, you know what, actually, I'm going to work four days a week. And I'm, on that fifth day when I would usually walk, work, I'm going to walk the beach. Mm. I'm not, not going to shop and do chores. I'm actually going to, I'm going to go and, and do something that I know that will, will top me up. Yeah. Mm. Or I'll go and have coaching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it, getting people to kind of reframe and, and invest in their professional development in that sense. It's funny yeah. because uh, people have some real, you know, questions, queries, but will happily go and sit in another clinical conference whereby, the, you know, there's no one talking about this stuff. There's no one talking in any programs, any university programs, any postgraduate qualifications yeah. where they say, you know, have you taken a moment to get to know yourself mm-hmm. so that you can develop within your nursing career? And, and also your money mindset you know so it's interesting because um i've got funding so nurses can come and work for me through um through our eap funding um which is which is great um however it's also kind of like when you exchange that money it's it's an investment 
Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of like even when you go to a restaurant, you know, and you pay for food, you're investing in in the flavors and the um, in someone serving you and your company. So you, you, you're investing in that in that um, in that atmosphere and in that opportunity. And the same with same with when you take on take on a coach. You know, you're actually you're getting a return for your investment. Mm. Or if you're going to a gym or whatever it is, you know, you're yep. getting a return for, for your money. So um but when we don't have the money mindset and often carers and givers don't they're kind of like oh, I'm just here to make a difference and it doesn't matter what cost even if it's at my own mm. physical expense um uh, you know that's that's my true um soul-driven purpose um whereas we, we we're humans we've and we can't do that we mm. we, we, we crumble and then we think we're weak because our leadership has has indicated that we need to be strong and, and be able to do this. And so then we mm. think we're weak mm. and we're hopeless and we're not worthy. None of that is true. Yeah. None of that is true. We're amazing. We just can't function at the pace and the speed and the demand that is now upon us. Mm. Yeah, and That's where a coach, a therapist, somebody, you know, in that space, that healing space can help you navigate that. You cannot do it. You can try to do it alone, but you're not going to succeed. You need to work with someone so that you can have those transformations. Like, you know, look at your journey in terms of um, you know what you've gone through and and yeah. I'll look at my journey like investing in a coach was the best thing that I ever oh, did I'll always, psychologist I'll the always best one. <laughs> you know it's just transformational yeah. so um, if you're listening and you're yeah. a nurse or a healthcare worker yeah. find a coach um, yeah. you know it, it's worth, yeah. worth we're the <laughs> yeah, obviously we're amazing yeah um, <laughs> I'm interested conscious of time and your time and thank yeah. you so much for sharing everything that you've shared Welcome. there are so many things that I would we'll need to talk again because yeah. I can literally feel your energy here and I'm truly yeah. grateful for that um I wanted to ask you kind of if somebody's listening right now mm-hmm. um and they are you know feeling a little bit out of sync they're not mm-hmm. feeling like they're in tune because they're having you know they're behaving out of sorts or um, maybe they can't they don't want to go to work or things like that that we've kind of talked about tonight um what can they start doing now what are the some small steps that they can do mm. to start filling their own cup yeah well I, I mean I'm going to go back to saying find a coach that serves you just mm. because they've like you and I we've had lived experience and we've invested in ourselves and we've got all that we've got all the tools yep. so it's not like you have to start again however if that's if you're not quite there Mm. um, then you know into nature get yourself into nature and and create moments of stillness and silence um and find your voice you know find your voice to say you know what I'm actually not well at the moment and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take some days off and have guilt-free days off and just sit in nature and stillness and silence um nurture yourself you know treat yourself like your best friend um hug yourself whatever (laughs) you have to do um and you know just get curious you know there's some great modalities out there there's kinesiology or spinal alignment or osteopath that you know if your if your house your body your house if the wiring and the plumbing and the framework are all out of alignment 
you can self-care all you like mm. and you're going to be like a bucket with a hole it's just going to seep on through <laughs> so you know just um yeah just get really curious to to the messages that are, are being said you know someone will just say hey oh you're having some time off a friend of mine she did and she tried this you know and that's a mm. message that's help little... each other you know share your journey with each other oh my gosh and that's, that. that, I mean that's part of my um yeah. business is is um sacred wisdom is bringing back all you know bringing back sharing stories you know mm. and norm mm. normalizing it's okay to not be okay and um mm. yeah and and leading that you know like I've really owned I've really been quite public about my latest um neck trap moment because I'm like you know what me too yeah. human yeah. got the t-shirt <laughs> yeah and you know and that resonates with people that authenticity yeah. resonates with people and and especially in our field it's important for people to recognize that they don't have to be yeah. you know that good old word resilient like just you know you just got to keep pushing and keep doing and and it's not realistic so um yeah. yeah it's a lots of learning there for everybody listening lots of great yeah. tools wisdom yeah. and and insights I'm so grateful for your time. Where can people find out more about what you're doing and the amazing yep. work of Heart Place? So I'm, no um, yeah, I'm heartplace.co.nz. Um, and then on Instagram and Facebook, I'm heartplace with Nurse Jackie. So J-A-C-Q-U-I. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty like I'm, I'm an advocate and an activist around, around um, ensuring that I'm a champion of carers, a real champion mm -hmm. of carers. Um, and yeah, making sure that that those who are in pain are, are being heard. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much for the work that you're doing. It's invaluable, you, and and, you, um, and it's you know it's it, it's the future. I say this all the time. It's the future of health. Um, to sustain our workforce and make sure that we've got nurses still in the profession moving forward. Yeah. Um, it really is that serious. Um, especially post COVID. So thank you. Yeah, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you could leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you listen. Please feel free to tag us on social media and make sure you share it with your nursing peers so they don't miss out on all this goodness. Until next time, my high performance friends, stay forever curious.